Welcome to the Call to Serve podcast. An inside look at missionary service and its lifelong impact. Everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Call to Serve podcast. This is your announcement that it's time to pick up your copy of Finding Your Why. Of course, whenever you understand your why behind doing anything, you realize and discover the added meaning behind it. And so that was really my intent in writing my book, Finding Your Why, How to Get the Most Out of Your Mission, is just to to help you discover that sooner than later. Because whenever I was about midway through my mission is when I found my why for serving. And obviously I had reasons for going on a mission, but they were definitely different the longer out I was on the mission and as I faced different trials and such, it changed. So if you haven't read that book, definitely check it out, grab a copy. You can get it for pretty cheap on Kindle digital edition. So do that. You won't regret it. And uh, yeah, do yourself a favor. But today, got a great episode in the works for y'all. I'm here with Rebecca Woodward. She is originally from Texas, however, She's going to Utah State right now over in Logan, has a mission call to serve over in Anaheim, California, the land of Disneyland, and she reports in November, so just uh, about a month and a half, probably by the time this will be aired. So, Rebecca, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Of course. Yeah, no, it's a pleasure to have you on the show and looking forward to hear your your story and your decision as to why you know, why you decided to serve. Yeah, for sure. So, so yeah, let's, let's just get it right into it. So first, I guess, just tell us a little bit about yourself and then um, maybe just go into your story as to why you decided a mission was the thing to do. Yeah. Awesome. So um, like Nathan said, I um, am at Utah state right now. I'm studying music education. Um, so I love to sing, play piano, whatever. Um, I, um, really love to read. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, uh, let's see anything else about me. I don't know. Um, I have three brothers. Um, uh, my parents are awesome and I love my cat. So nice. <laughs> those nice. are my nice. big things about me, I guess, but <laughs> nice. What's, uh, what's your cat's name? Uh, her name is Milky Way. So my family names all of our cats after candy. And so that was, that's the name she ended up with but she's really cute. I love her. So good, good choice. Milky Way is a good candy bar. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I love it. But, um, but yeah, so just kind of about how I decided to serve a mission. Um, definitely it was kind of a long process for me. Um, so I, when I was about a junior in high school, um, before that time, I really, really wanted to serve a mission. And I thought like that, that would be the coolest thing ever. And it would be really fun. And, um, I had really wanted to do it, but, um, by the time I hit about junior or senior year, then reality became real to me. And I decided that a mission wasn't for me and I didn't want to do that. Um, and so I started college, I graduated high school in 2020. Um, and so I started college that fall, um, and just had a really rough experience, um, just with COVID and everything. And, um, I started, it was in Rexburg and Rexburg is very, very different from Texas, um, weather wise and, um, everything. And, and there were a few other factors that just made it a really hard experience for me. And, 
Um, I ended up leaving Rexburg, um, moved to Michigan for a little bit, and then ended up at Utah State. So it's been just kind of a really crazy three years. But in that time, I've had a lot of time to kind of grow my relationship with my savior. Um, And when I started at Utah State, I was surrounded, of course, by a lot of really strong members of the church. Um, And, you know, I, I started here when I was about 20. And so Um, I was like, okay, you know, like I'm 20, I should probably be praying about going on a mission. Like that's something that 20 year olds do. Right. And so it was kind of something that I was praying about, but still not wanting to do. Um, and like, wasn't, I wasn't praying to get an answer. It was just, I was praying because I knew that I should, you know? Um, and so I had prayed several times about it and there was one time that I prayed and, um, I was like, okay, help me to know if I should serve a mission, you know, whatever. I went to church and the first song that day was called to serve. Like that was our opening hymn. And I was like, oh, that's funny. Like, okay. Yeah. And I still just kind of like ignored it, you know? And I was like, "Mm." like, no, that probably wasn't for me. You know, that wasn't my answer. Um, There was another time I prayed before I read the scriptures and I was like, oh, help me to know if I should serve a mission. And one of the scriptures that I read was like the, um, I don't remember the reference, but like the field is white and ready to harvest, you know, like basic missionary scripture. And I was like, oh, that's a coincidence. Like, how funny, you know? Um, And that had happened several times, like just small little things like that, that um, it was kind of like, oh, well, that could be an answer to serving a mission, I guess, but but probably not, you know, but in my mind, it was more just, I was ignoring the answer because I didn't want that to be my answer. Yeah. Um, and so finally, um, I went to the temple one night and it was kind of like total, like coincidence. I say coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences, but, (laughs) um, that I even ended up at the temple that night, um, because I had a super busy day and, um, like I just, I had wanted to go earlier that day, but it just didn't work out. And so, um, then at like seven o'clock I was like oh I wonder if there's still like a temple appointment at 7 30 because sometimes there are mm-hmm. and sure enough there was one that night at 7 30. Nice. so I quickly got dressed and like ran out of my apartment basically to go to the temple um and I was sitting in like there's like a chapel before you go into the endowment session um that you just sit and wait and can kind of ponder and I'd gotten there probably about 10 minutes before the session was supposed to start um and I was sitting there and I prayed and just prayed that it would be a good session, that I would learn a lot. And um, I kind of added in at the end of the prayer um, and said, like, oh, and help me to know if I should serve a mission. Um, like I had, had I had done several times, but again, wasn't like looking for an answer, wasn't looking to like act on an answer, you know. Right. Um, and so I said that prayer and then I opened up the scriptures that were in the like pew in front of me. And I was reading in Mark chapter four, because I knew that that was about where we were in come follow me. And so I wanted to just kind of read and see what it had to say. But um, there's a scripture and I'm going to pull it up because I can never quote it exactly. I should be able to at this point, but I can't. Um, There's a scripture at the end of or two verses at the end of that chapter. And it says, um, and he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, why are you so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And that like really struck me like a lot. And I knew like exactly what that was in reference to. I knew that it was in reference to me serving a mission. 
And I like reading that verse, it was kind of a really cool experience because I'd, I've had experiences in the scriptures before where I've gotten answers, but that was the first time that it felt like there was a voice speaking the words to me. Um, and I knew like in that moment that whatever fears I had about serving a mission, which were a lot, I had a lot of fears about serving a mission, um, that they would be okay, you know, and that the Lord would be there and he'd be able to calm whatever storms I was going through. Um, even if I didn't really understand when or why or how, mm-hmm. um, I knew that I'd be able to do it. And like the entire rest of the session, the only thing on my mind was serving a mission and how that was going to go and <laughs> like telling my parents and everything. Cause I knew that they'd be shocked. And <laughs> But it was just a really cool experience. And, um, definitely very like peaceful and calming but also crazy (laughs) yeah no i bet i bet that's that's really neat that's really neat that you just had that experience and and yeah really it it just you know just with that uh, that revelation and those particular verses you know i think it's easy to be fearful i think it's easy to you know especially things that you don't know where you'll be walking into an unknown circumstance. Right. Just talking with somebody about this, I think last week, where the mission is just a big fat unknown. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So many ways, you just don't know. You don't know where you'll be called. You don't know what language right. you'll be speaking, who your companion will be, where you'll be living, what, you know, who you're going to meet on the street. There's just so much you don't know. Right. Yep. Exactly. And that was, something I really didn't want to do you know like I just wanted to like have my plan and have it work out and it didn't but we're here now and I'm really happy about it so yeah yeah well that's I mean that's the beautiful thing about Heavenly Father is that he knows exactly what we need he knows what we need to hear when we need to hear it he knows when we're shirking I guess and you know in, in for lack of a better term when we're kind of shying away from what we need to be doing and what yeah. is best for us. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And and I don't think we would shy away if we knew it was best for us. Yeah. If we knew that was where we, I guess if we could see the be- from the beginning to the end. Yeah. But I think also like there are so many things that it's like, if I, if I knew like mm-hmm. how good a mission would be for me, that wouldn't have been like, an act of faith to like decide to go on a mission, you know? So I think like, you know, there's agency and that's awesome, but like also there's just trust that we need to have with Heavenly Father and like making that decision to trust him, you know? Yeah. No, I I love that you bring that up because, because yeah, I mean, if, if we could see from beginning to end, it would kind of, kind of like what, uh, Rabbi, I think it's Tevia, talks about in Fiddler on the Roof, like, would it spoil some vast eternal plan? Like, yeah, it probably would. Yeah. <laughs> it probably would. Because yeah. just, it would take out, like you said, that agency aspect in just really choosing today to, right. serve, to serve God. Yeah. And, and just having faith in tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I love totally agree. Yeah. So good. And you mentioned also 
with the different schools, you know, Rexburg, Michigan, and then Utah State, how you were able to grow your relationship with Christ during that period of time there. What helped you do that? Or how did, how did that go down? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, one big moment that I think was probably my like huge turning point in my just conversion to Christ. Um, it was when I was still living in Rexburg and, um, I, um, I was down in Idaho Falls. I don't remember exactly what for, but I was down in Idaho Falls. And before I drove back up to Rexburg, um, I decided to stop at the Idaho Falls temple. And at, at this time, like all the temples were closed. There was no way to get in or whatever, but, um, I just stopped and was sitting in the parking lot and, I like was in a really just hard place. Like I wasn't really doing the things that I needed to be doing. I wasn't reading my scriptures as often as I needed to. I wasn't like applying myself to the gospel, you know, and just with all the other hard things that were happening in my life, I felt really, really lost. Um, And it was just a really like hard time for me. And so I was sitting in the parking lot and I just kind of started to say a prayer. um, And it kind of turned into me like, completely pouring my heart out and just like like tears and sobbing and everything and just like I'm so lost like I don't know what I'm supposed to do right now I don't like I don't know where I'm supposed to be like this just doesn't feel like the right place for me I don't what am I doing here you know and just poured my heart out and after I said amen I just kind of got this like numb feeling like not peaceful necessarily but I don't think peace is what I needed in that second it was just kind of like I don't like numb is the best way that I can explain it it's just like numbness and I had this thought come to my mind that said um I do not need to fear for I'm where I'm meant to be and that was kind of weird for me because I was thinking I was like okay like terrible like roommates terrible like experience here at BYU-Idaho, like terrible everything. Like it's cold all the time. It's so like dark because of daylight savings. Like I am miserable. Like, what do you mean that I'm where I'm meant to be? You know? And like, I had that thought, but I found a picture and I made it my like lock screen on my phone. And I just had it on there for uh, probably like a year. But um, like looking back on that moment, um, that wasn't necessarily the moment that I decided okay, now I'm going to convert my life to Christ, you know, and not that I hadn't before I grew up a member of the church, but, um, I think that was kind of what got the ball rolling for me because after that, there were a lot of decisions that I had to make about, okay, am I going to go back to BYU, Idaho? Am I going to continue to live there? Am I going to continue to do these things? Am I going to like start to read my scriptures more? Am I going to like let heavenly father be part of my life, you know? And, just being able to make that choice of, yeah, I want that. I want the gospel in my life. I want Heavenly Father as an influence in my life, you know? And um, I like prayed a lot about it and got the answer to move to Michigan. And while I was there, I got to live with my grandmother and she taught me a lot about the gospel. Um, And while I was there, I decided to do FSY. And I met some of the most amazing people ever at FSY. And they strengthened my testimony so much. And just like so many things that kept snowballing and just making me realize like, this is all I want, you know? And like, there's no other answer except the gospel. So. Yeah, that's wonderful. 
That's wonderful. And like you mentioned, that's kind of what got the ball rolling. Yeah. Just because, you know, it wasn't just that. However, if that didn't occur, then these other things may not have occurred as well. Right. Yeah. I I definitely don't think anything would have <laughs> had that not happened, but. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Have you, random, have you seen the new Spider-Man movie? Across um, Spider-Verse? No, I haven't. Okay. Well, in that movie, they talk about canon events where. Oh, yeah. Like something is like, if this is messed up or this doesn't happen, something else is going to happen. And it's just going to like crumble basically the you right know, crumble and so that just made what you were talking about just made me think yeah, maybe this was a canon event so to speak yeah no totally this in this in this time yeah. for all the the spider-man lovers out there <laughs> but anyways <laughs> rebecca that's awesome thank you so much for jumping on the podcast for sharing yeah, of course your thanks story, for having me your testimony any final thoughts before we sign off um just trust god <laughs> Um, I think, you know, like, we're not going to understand everything in this life, you know, and to think that we would is kind of naive and not a good way to view things. But I'm um, just trusting God and aligning your will with his and knowing that, you know, kind of how we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast of just like knowing that he understands why this is good for us, you know, and just just trust him because he's got your back <laughs> every time. So I love that. So powerful. Well, again, thank you so much, Rebecca. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. You're going to be a great missionary out in Anaheim. Give him <laughs> Thanks.